He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis, Cats at Night, and this is a TriCast. And the number one show at 5 o'clock, we're on uh, WABCradio.com. 770 on your dial, uh, 970 AM, The Answer, and WLIR. In the studio with us, we have two common-sense Democrats. We have Judge uh, Richard Weinberg, Governor David Patterson, and today we have a special uh, guest co-host. We have uh, Rita Cosby. Rita, welcome to the 5 o'clock show, the number one show in New York. I am thrilled to be with all of you, John, and we're going to have an action-packed show here, of course, as we always do on Cats at Night. Um, I'm always tuning in and just thrilled to be here today. We've got actually the House Minority Leader, Kevin McCarthy, is going to be coming up and talk about an important time uh, for him to be coming up, talking, of course, about Ukraine, talking about the midterms right around the corner, lots of hot topics there. Huge guest, as you always have here, John, at Cats at Night. Also, uh, New York Post columnist Michael Goodwin talking about the role of Merrick Garland with Trump and also with Hunter Biden. Lots of good, juicy stuff there. Uh, Dick Morris, of course, uh, the Dalton talking about big developments in the Hunter Biden case and Durham case. And then we're going to top it off with John McLaughlin, the great pollster, talking about um, some hot races and some big elections, uh, Serbia, also in Hungary, and also the New York State governor's race. A lot to talk about, and I'm thrilled to be with you, John, today. There's so many things going on. You know, every time we have Larry Kudlow, his new statement is uh, the cavalry is coming. And before we get Kevin McCarthy on, at the time Kevin McCarthy comes on, let's play that tune, the cavalry is coming. And uh, you'll have it ready? Good. Uh, Judge Weinberg and uh, Governor, I mean, uh, what the heck is going on? I mean, uh, it, it just seems like uh, we're going round and round and round. Where is the budget, uh, Governor? The budget <clears throat> is in Albany waiting for someone to pass it. And uh, they have something they call the Big Ugly. This is where they take a lot of bills, stuff them into, you know. Uh, one big. One big bill. And to you basically have to vote for it because things you want are in that bill. And that's how they. $170 billion was last year. How much is going to be this year? $238 billion. From 170 Yeah. It, it's a much bigger uh much bigger budget this year. Two hundred and thirty-eight. Wow. Well, well part of the problem. Are you sure about part, that? Part because of the, the city is a hundred billion. That means New York City and New York State put together is three hundred and fifty billion, three hundred forty billion dollars for twenty million people. Don't forget, Rita, in Florida, twenty million people in Florida is less than a hundred billion. Right. Why are we spending three hundred forty billion? By the way, do you know who's that, on the payroll? Well, everybody's on the payroll. And everybody, gets free, right. and everybody gets free money. No, but the most important thing to know, that makes the state of New York, if you include the city and the state budgets, either the third or fourth biggest budget in the world. That's what I was just about to say. It is ballooning. And it's par for the course, as we have seen with the federal government, guys. This seems to be a trend that we're seeing everywhere, guys. I mean, it's mind-boggling. Last year was $300 billion. Well, they- I kept making fun. You know, that's uh, $270 billion or $300 billion. 
between the state and the city, and now you're telling me it's going to be yeah. $340 billion? So, John, my first year, we had a $21.8 billion budget deficit. This legislature and governor had a $30 billion surplus, and that's where a lot of the spending and bonding out. Where did that money come the, from, Governor? It came from the relief from Washington and from higher than expected income taxes that were so collected. So federal money is one-shot money, isn't it? Yes. And that's the problem. When you, you have a false economy, when, I mean, when you it, get a shot it, in the we arm, got Kevin McCarthy right. coming next on. year all this if, will if be gone. If the Republicans win in November, where else do, where else do the uh, – they're not going to vote for help for New York. That's the problem. It's a false economy when you're relying on resources that is a one shot. That's what they call a one shot. And what, you know, might have been more prudent was to save the money. But you have a governor who is be who is a candidate in the primary. So the governor's got to pull out all stops to try to get four more four more years. That's exactly and, what I was thinking. It's an election you, year. That's exactly and you've got why, a guys. legislature that's more than willing to take advantage the, uh, of the situation uh, that the governor's in, and will, uh, and that's where the the that that's where the spending is getting pushed this high. By the but, way, we have the cavalry song. Everybody, we're, oh, we're no. being told. No, yeah, no, 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 that's, <laughs> that's Larry Kudlow's favorite song. Let's play the let's play that song. The cavalry is coming. Well, it's coming soon. Let's save America. I love that. John Wayne, wasn't it? Was it John Wayne? I've, no, I've heard I thought many it was, a many no, I'm, I'm not older than you. I, I thought it was Rin Tin Tin. <laughs> I thought it was Brad Pitt. I, I see that uh, Rin Tin Tin going forward, and I see uh, Sergeant, uh, it wasn't Sergeant Shields. What was it? Charge! Name? Charge! It was always that line. By the way, I can't wait to talk to Kevin McCarthy, um, who's, it's, what a great guest to have here on Cats at Night, because talk about the cavalry coming. That is sort of the attitude of the whole Republican Party right now. And with everything you're talking about, um, Gov and and John, of course, and uh, the judge, in terms of spending, talk about inflation. I mean, what a time to be the House Minority Leader, hoping to be the House Majority Leader uh, with inflation, with rising prices, with the border. There are so many hot issues on the table right now. Do we have him, John? No. We're still waiting for him to call in. Taking the oil reserves... It's like going into a rainy day fund, which each state has as a budget that you it's in a locked box. You don't touch it. Going in the oil reserves where that oil probably was thirty dollars a gallon. It was thirty dollars a barrel. And, and if they're going to sell it to me, they want a hundred hundred dollars a barrel. Right. And, that, and then if you want to put it back in there, you're you going to have to replace it. The Saudi Arabia is going to charge them one hundred thirty dollars a barrel. Yeah. And that's we're, the, we're it, in the, the new business we're in the, is helping. Uh, the Saudis and OPEC get richer, helping Russia make their budget, uh, helping Venezuela get rich again. It's so crazy. And yet today uh, the president came out and also repeated, no, we're not changing the policies on Keystone. He canceled Keystone said, first He day. wants to do a deal. He wants to do a deal with the Canadians, but he won't do the Keystone. Won't do it right. He won't do it on our soil, but you he'll know, do it on Canadian soil or somewhere else. When it's I crazy. Was, when I was governor, I learned something. Clean and renewable energy sources is actually a very good idea, but it has a time limit. Oil is the greatest element, the greatest fuel source 
the world has seen or will ever see. All you have to do is put it in a pipe, and you can send it anywhere you want. Solar power, you can only get it for 13 hours a day. That's when the sun is up. If it's a cloudy day, it's delayed. You can only store it for 8 to 12 hours. Replacing these natural... uh, Play that cavalry again. Oh, here comes the cavalry. Let me duck. I think we got. We finally got the. Uh, they got the cavalry coming. Uh, the, I we guess do. Uh, Absolutely, we've I got like the one we played yesterday. Did, yeah. did they lose that one? No, this oh. is good. This, this one's good. even better, and our guest is even better. You guys, we have now joining us here on Cats at Night, Kevin McCarthy, the House Minority Leader. Uh, Minority Leader McCarthy, it's Rita Cosby. Great to have you here joining us. We're- Rita, how are you? And I come from the great city of Bakersfield, where you used to be on television. Absolutely, that's right. Oh my gosh, that's right. I was at KERO in Bakersfield, California, and he remembered. And, and last time, by the way, do you remember also, um, Minority Leader? Remember last time you and I saw each other? We were in Normandy. Talk about you know the seventy fifth anniversary. How beautiful was that yeah. to be with you there? And thrilled to have you here on the show. You know, first of all, you've got some big stuff. Um, you've been pulling in some big money. And I want to have you talk about that here on Cats at Night and and also the sign of the time. And Larry Kudlow says the cavalry is coming. And leaving the cavalry is Kevin Kevin. McCarthy. Well, tell us. You have too much fun on this show almost. (laughs) We do. You're missing it, Kevin. You're missing out. Come on. (laughs) I could tell. I could tell. It's great great to hear you all. What's really happening, we're watching what's happening in this country. It's like we're living through 1979 all over again where we have – Inflation and 60% of those in the workforce today have never experienced inflation above 4%. Now we're watching prices rise on everyone, and that's a tax on everyone. We watch that. This president comes in and takes a country that God has blessed with the minerals to be energy independent and turns it around. Where now we have the highest price of gas. We have our enemies making more money, taking our funding because we have to buy oil and gas someplace else instead of being energy independent here. Then we watch crime throughout our streets. How do we change all that? We have to change Congress to make it happen. And uh, I will tell you, this next election, we've got some of the best candidates running. We're going to roll out with the American public the commitment to America. We'll make a commitment exactly what we'll do to end inflation, secure our borders, make us energy independent, give parental uh, rights to their we, we have a bad connection. Is that, is that bad connection coming in like that? We're going to get you, give you a second to just position it um, right, while I'll call he's. You right back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. He's going yes. to call us right back. You got By it. the way, what he was just saying was really interesting, um, John. Is he was talking about just the time, and right now there is this moment uh, where clearly people are looking at. He was talking about you know border inflation prices. Um, and the money just coming in, that there's this energy on the Republican side. Uh, but how do you think the messaging is on it, Judge? What are your thoughts? I think uh, now is the time for the Republican Party to reassert leadership in the country. I'm the House Democrat, but I'm telling you, there's overwhelming Democratic leadership in terms of one policy after another has been dangerous and destructive. The border policy, the energy policy, crime. The Republican parties have earned the right to, to lead and to protect this country and our cities. And I think it's very, very important that you don't have total control by one party like we've had in New York State and in the, in the federal government. And, uh, John, I understand we actually have um, the House Minority Leader back on. Sorry, sorry, Governor. Um, can you hear us, uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, back here on Cats at Night? 
I can hear you very clearly. And I was listening to the governor before. He's correct. You watch what the Democrats have done with crime from New York to California. It's not just defunding the police. It's this no bail. It's electing these DAs that won't op- uphold the law. This has all got to change. Americans have a right to have safe streets, safe schools, safe neighborhoods. And we've got to stand up to this. And, you know, I proposed when uh, I was on uh, Maria, Maria Bartolomo's show the other day, I proposed a North American Energy Treaty because between Canada, the United States, and Mexico, we could produce 15 million barrels a day. And and we're giving all the all the business to the foreign uh, all the foreign companies. I mean, how, how do you figure that? And we really need all the above. We can produce all the oil, the natural gas. And John, I know you care about the environment like I do. In Europe, they're getting Russian natural gas. Even in America, we're getting Russian crude because of what these Democrats have done. But American natural gas is forty one percent cleaner than Russian natural gas. We produce this in a more environmentally sound and safe way. What you've watched the Democrats do, like Gavin Newsom in California, he's lowered the production in California by 20 percent producing there. And the number one producer for California is Ecuador. They're burning down the rainforest to produce more oil, and they don't do it in an environmentally sound way. And then he brought in 50,000 barrels a day from Russia, why he denied 89,000 barrels produced in California. Those are good-paying jobs as well. It just doesn't make sense. Can you, can you make any common sense about it? And, you know, I told you, Larry Kudlow is depending on you. The cavalry is coming. And t- tell us about uh, your team and how, we're gonna say, how you're going to take the House. Well, I'm going to tell you, first of all, we go, have to go out and win. And we've got some amazing people out there running today. Esther Joy King, she, she served in the military running in Illinois. You've got John James up in Michigan, Wesley Hunt. Both of them went to West Point together, actually roomed together, flew Apaches, uh, Juan Siscomani in Arizona. What we're seeing today, if you look at 2010, at this moment in time, the generic ballot was D plus three. Today, it's R plus two. We are in a better position than that we've been before. We've got more people willing to look at the Republican ideas. The Hispanic population in America is now favoring Republicans based upon the policy, what the Democrats have been doing. We're going to roll out our commitment to America for sound money in America to get control of this inflation, to become energy independent, to lower our price of energy. That lowers inflation as well and produces more jobs. Not to defund the police, but fund the police. The COP grants that go to cities, you can't get a grant unless your DA upholds every law not the ones they want to pick and choose. You're going to find that we're going to secure our border. The number one killer of Americans between the ages of 18 and 45 is now fentanyl, which is produced in China and brought through our borders. We're now having people come across this border from 160 different countries. Some are on the terrorist watch list. We caught two from Yemen coming into California on different days. I mean, we have watched this. Parents have a right to know what's happening in their kids' education. we got a parent's bill of rights. And you know the other thing we're going to do, not just pass these bills, we're going to hold this administration accountable. Why is the attorney general going after parents for going to um, school board meetings? Where is the origin of COVID? Where did it start and where did it come from? We have a right to know. Holding the administration accountable, uh, watching what is happening with this uh, president and his family, we got to have a check and balance. It shouldn't be one-party rule. And 
Everybody, we are talking to House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, uh, Republican from Bakersfield, my beloved Bakersfield, which I'm glad you brought up there. That was beautiful. Um, you know, Congressman, I want to ask you about um, a little bit more about the border because you just touched on Title 42. The fact it's being rescinded, it's supposed to be rescinded next month. We know that three uh, attorneys general are filing suit. Uh, where do you see it standing? Do you still see them rescinding it? And also, how much do you think that that is going to help the Republicans? Because we all saw those images under the Del Rio Bridge. Um, and people are very concerned about our security, our border security, that and crime. Look, I don't know if it helps Republicans. And one thing I do know is it it hurts our country as a whole. Because what what Title 42 simply is, if a Border Patrol agent catches somebody coming across the border illegally, they can send them back to their country. That's common sense. That should be the law of the land. And now we've got a president who's rescinding it. I just sat down with the Border Patrol agents. They now are so overwhelmed. And when they come overwhelmed like this with 8,000 people coming across illegal, they can't sustain the border. They say there's 240 miles where they have nobody there to watch. So the cartels are now in charge. The cartels are now making close to a billion dollars a month. And think what they do with that. You have every city in America is now a border city because of the fentanyl coming there. But now they're not testing people when they come across this border. And they're going to send them throughout this country. But we still have to have masks on as we fly and others. They, they still let members of Congress vote absentee because of COVID, but they're going to open our borders up. We need to have a secure border to have a secure nation. We need a little bit of common sense, uh, uh, leader. Exactly. And uh, common sense is not all that common. And right now, uh, I can't believe the common sense Democrats, and there's a few of them, are just going along for the ride. Uh, you know, uh, Governor Patterson, I mean, you know a lot of common sense uh, Democrats. You're one of them. Why are they doing it? I think there's a sense of loyalty that people have in either party to the president. But there then comes a point where you have to run for reelection and that loyalty could get you thrown out. And the way things look right now, as the leader just said, they may actually take more seats than they did in 2010. And that wouldn't have seemed even possible just, oh, 18 months ago. Can I raise another issue? It's, uh, it's Judge Richard, Judge Weinberg, Richard Weinberg. Weinberg. I want to ask you this question. It's very troubling. Why do we have the Biden administration keep pushing the Iran deal? Don't they understand the terrible consequences of that deal? They should not be pushing that at all. They should not allow Iran to have a nuclear weapon. You want to know why I believe they're pushing it? Because we have told them to stop taking Russian oil. So now they want to take Iranian oil instead of producing oil and gas in America. He's releasing the SPRO, the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. That's doing nothing for the price. Instead of producing good-paying jobs in America that can produce American oil, that can make us energy independent, why are we dependent on other nations when we have the right and we, and we are blessed by having the minerals here? Look, I appreciate the opportunity to talk to all of you. Uh, I apologize. i got to walk in this other meeting, but it is an honor for me to spend a little time with you, and you're right. We need some common sense. And I promise you this, we're going to bring common sense back. And for all your listeners and everybody, John and Rita, on the call, when we win the majority and it comes to that January day where Nancy Pelosi has to hand me that gavel, I want you all there to witness it because we're going to bang that gavel down and bring common sense back to America. Do we get a front row seat? 
Congressman, for that? You'll get a a front row seat, I promise. Great. Oh, (laughs) thank you. Thank you so much. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. Bring common sense back to to our country. And where's the cavalry? There it is. The cavalry is coming. The cavalry is coming. Yeah, boy, a lot of list of things that the cavalry is carrying. Let's take, let's take a break. And when we come back from the break, who do we have? We have Michael Goodwin. We have New York Post columnist Michael Goodwin. And I can't wait to hear his thoughts. He wrote a blockbuster column, guys, um, where he talked about basically the telegraphing of the president to Merrick Garland on issues surrounding Trump and Hunter Biden. A great segment on Cats at Night coming up right after the break, everybody.